dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And welcome to the carve-up. We've got the latest episode today for you. We've got a full house in here at the studio. We've got the uh, the winning team, Ruby United, from the uh, just-finished Visla Akira Teams Challenge, the juniors. Um, the boys won it. So it was, it was a great effort. You know, there was a star-studded cast up there. So we've got the president of both North End and South End um, Maruba teams, as well as a uh, young up-and-coming charger, Cody, Cody Kalorn. Uh, he's going to talk about it. He's also surfing at the moment at, down at Maruba in the uh, Rip Curl Grom Search. He's uh, through to the semis. So we'll talk to him a bit about that. Uh, also, we're going to speak to the main man at Vislo, John Mossop, who's, uh, you know, he's riding high as well. They've sponsored uh, both the, uh, the uh, Teams Challenge and also the just finished the ISA, ISA World Championships. Yeah, yeah. The World Championships. So that's just been finished as well. So we'll talk to Johnny Mossop about that. Um, also, we'll talk a bit of WSL. The, um, the women's is coming down to the wire. You know, Tyler Wright's in a really good position to take out a, you know, a world title. And um, if she can win it and uh, Courtney Conlogue can do no better than the semis, well, she'll, she'll take that away. But we've got a breaking story at the moment, Silky. Um, we've had a shark attack up at Ballinard this morning. Young 17-year-old, luckily he's all right. But we're going to speak to, uh, to Dan Webber, who is uh, Will Webber, who's our, one of our co-hosts' brother, who has just happened to be there on the beach this morning. But before we do that, I'd just like to welcome the boys in here today. I'd like to welcome Nudgy and Hickey from uh, North and South End Maruba, the presidents respectively, um, you know, whose who's team did a great job up there. And also young Coda. Congratulations, mate. It was a big effort. Yeah, it's good. That was good, mate. So we're going to be, you know, we're going to be uh, hoping that you go all the way in the uh, the Grom search as well. That's on at the moment. Do you think you can do it or what, brother? Well, I hope so. I just got to keep my own headspace and surf my best. Good on you, mate. And I'd just like to welcome our esteemed panelists. There's uh, Silky as always, and up in Angari, up in the studio up there, we've got Will Weber and Will. There's a lot going on up there at the moment, mate. It's a bit of a rundown mate. of what's happening up there. It has been a crazy day. Saw mum first thing this morning. She goes, there's been a shark attack. And I went, what the hell's going on? She goes, oh, you better give your brother Dan a call. And um, it's funnily enough, you know, Dan's not a drinker, but um, he tipped himself a bourbon and Coke at something at about 10.30 this morning. Um, he'd been in the water, uh, you know, it was just getting out there actually and witnessed the shark attack. It's happened too much up here, especially at Lighthouse Beach. And look, um, Cooper's going to have a chat to him now, so let's go to that. Welcome back to the carve-up. And yeah, as we said in the intro, some crazy shit went down uh, up Lennox Way this morning, up there at Ballina. And, you know, one of our listeners and the brother of Will, as we said earlier, was actually there in the water and saw it, uh, saw it all go down. Dan Weber, uh, welcome to the carve-up, mate. Pretty crazy day. Yeah, it was hectic. Totally hectic. <clears throat> Not the sort of thing you want to see too often, I tell you. Now, my understanding is, mate, you were walking down to go for a paddle earlier this morning and just by chance you had a quick chat to a couple of women who were going yeah. for a bit of a walk. Just talk us through the events of this morning. Oh, okay. Well, I just normally have a chat with the elderly women that go swimming at the beach and um, they always make a bit of a joke about me surfing out there and <clears throat> they, um, you know, make fun of the fact that there's sharks and they, whatever. And um, as I'm uh, walking away, they say, okay, see you, uh, see you, Dan. It was good knowing you. Wow, and you, you've gone paddling out, you know, first first paddle yeah. out of the morning, and just through the saw the silhouette. It was mid to low tide, so there was a big uh, sandbank, and just <clears throat> so it was basically uh, waist deep, uh, just out near the edge of the the sandbank um, where it was just a nice little left and right peak, and um, uh, I saw 
what I figured was a shark in the way, but it was, I wasn't quite sure. I thought, wow, that's a shark. And uh, then I saw that there were three guys about three metres further out, four metres maybe. And um, then uh, uh, one of the guys yelled, and I thought, oh, no, there's a shark attack. No, but I was still thinking to myself, no, maybe it's not. Maybe they're just mucking around. And the funny thing is, is that when the guy was in at the, um, on the beach later on, he said that when he was hit, he actually thought it was a couple of guys just mucking around. Somebody just grabbed him. And um, so then I'm uh, just sort of looking over the wave, because only small, like about two foot, looking over the wave. <clears throat> and um, I saw him, the first thing I saw, he was swimming backwards away from the shark. And it was um, so much like the Mick Fanning footage, it's just uncanny. Um, the shark was sort of um, uh, thrashing with the board. I actually, the first thing I saw was the board sort of flying through the air, and I just thought it had snapped, because all I could see was half the board. And then it's sort of tombstoning and the, and the massive big fins, like it would have been the dorsal fin and the tail fin, exactly like the Mick Fanning thing. It's just unbelievable how, how similar it was. And then I'm looking at him, <laughs> just turned away from looking at the shark. It was probably only about five metres from, from me. And um, then uh, he's just swimming up. Um, so he's now swimming front ways toward the beach. And the two guys that were out there swam, paddled straight up to him. And uh, then I was there about two seconds later, and I just said, you're right, mate. And he said, yeah, yeah, I'll be right. And so he keeps swimming, and I'm paddling next to him. <clears throat> and then he said, can you call an ambulance? Or no, can you uh, get someone to call an ambulance? I said, what do you mean? Have you been hit? He goes, yeah, yeah, I've been hit. Can you get, a, <laughs> get someone to call an ambulance? And so then I just stood up. It's about waist deep, and I just start hollering. And nobody, I mean, I swear, I was a foghorn. And I'm looking at everyone on the beach thinking, what <laughs> Why isn't anybody reaching for their phone? Because I was screaming. We are a good 100 metres out. And I was screaming at the top of my voice. And um, then noticed that the, the lifeguards were at the, at the north end uh, erecting the flags. And it's taking forever for them to respond. I'm screaming. like, But I was saying uh, ambulance. I should have been screaming shark. Just and on, just on I, that point, Dan, the, the shark. So it's, it's grabbed young Cooper, obviously, by the leg and thrashed him around. But... Did it just disappear like that? Was there any kind of side of, of the shark once it first uh, latched onto him? No, I didn't see that. In fact, he didn't even... I don't know that he saw it because he actually thought it was a small shark, but it wasn't. There's no way it was a small shark. It was huge. <laughs> and um, and so I... I and it got... Um, I, for some reason, he thought he was sitting on his board, but I can't see how how that's possible. I think he might have been about to sit up because the, um, uh, the board was um, bitten on the tail. So it could... So it didn't even snap out the fins, but the bottom teeth um, reached around the tail fin and the side fin on the right side. And you can tell by the shape of the bite mark that it's coming from the right side but behind. And so I reckon his, um, uh, it must have just, the teeth just must have sliced through his um, thigh on, uh, on sort of side of his thigh um, and not sort of like, not taking a scoop out of him, you know, like it's just it's just four really savage slices through his um, thigh. Mate, it's a uh, shooter here, Dan. Sounds like the kid was pretty lucky, but uh, from from all the reports on the news I've heard this morning, he was more worried about what his mum was going to think. I heard he said, uh, "Please don't tell mum." Yeah, and he, and, he, and and when they were asking when when the um the, what do you call them the, the lifeguards were cutting his wedding, the guy said. Um, I'm just cutting your wedding now. And he said, I haven't got my undies on. <laughs> Water was cold. Yeah.
Yeah, and, uh, but I tell you what, he's going to be fine. I swear, it's the, the most gruesome um, cuts in his leg, but um, it wasn't to the bone, and they just look really clean. I mean, big fleshy, big gashes, but um, I reckon he'll be fine. Dan, uh, this is uh, the second time that you've been out the water in a shark attack. Like, what's the what's the deal up there? I mean, we're pretty protected down here in Sydney, but you know, we speak to Will on the show, and you know, you speak to anyone who surfs up and around Lennox. I reckon if you start the point long enough. You're guaranteed to see some sharks. Yeah. What, what do you think the uh, solution is to this, mate? I really don't know. I, I, I wish I knew, you know. I was looking forward to the net, you know, and I understand that, um, that it probably wouldn't work. But um, I was kind of looking forward to just being able to be out there without fearing sharks. What, what, what was the story with that barrier, the shark barrier? I mean, they, they knocked I, it on the head, didn't they, just recently? This, uh, for some reason, being right next to the river mouth, the, the, um, the underwater topography is changing all the time so the sandbanks are moving around all the time like really quickly you know you can actually see in a matter of a couple of days it's completely transformed so you know they lay a few footings down and then they're underwater i mean under sand you know so they i don't know i'm pretty sure they could do it if they wanted to you know but it's, it's a difficult job oh, hi dan mate this is nudgy from north river surf riders mate i just want to say uh commend you on your um alertness and safetyness mate um thanks uh how shallow was it in the attack when the attack happened? Oh, not more than about two metres. How many people were out in the water at the time? Um, two other guys with yeah. him. So it's still... There's oh, still... This, this is at the main, in the middle. So there were about 10 or 15 guys down at the north, uh, down at, sorry, uh, north wall, which is the south end. Be- because it's holiday time now. We know, I know this yeah. is the first, pretty much the first day of holidays and the first day the lifeguards are, are back on. So yeah. I, I was just wondering how, you know, how many tourists and, you know, with all that's been going on over the last couple of years, how many people are actually getting up there and going up there on their holidays now? Definitely not as many, um, but uh, I mean, you know, little families—they're they're not too worried. You know, they're just in the in the in close to shore. So um, I don't know that um, it's affected tourism as much as was expected. Dan, is this going to change your approach? You're still going to get out there early mornings. I mean, you know, two 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 scares is it's too really too many. Justify now, yeah. I mean. Um, I don't know how I can live without surfing. I might have to move somewhere else, but, I mean, how far do you have to go? Don't go to a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, listen, we, we want to thank you for uh, sharing your story with us and uh, hopefully it won't st- uh, keep you out of the water for too long. Yeah. Can I just ask, Dan, um, had the bourbon and cocoa this morning? <laughs> yeah, I needed it. I was shaped. <laughs> your daughter sold you out. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, well, well, mate, listen, once again, thanks for joining us uh, on the carve-up and, um, you know, hopefully well, uh, you'll be back in the water soon. Mate, cheers. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Well, straight to you, mate. Uh, off the back of what's happened today, I know you've started a, uh, a funding. Or what was it? You tell us. What have you done today off the back of this it's, shark attack? It's from change.com, I think. I signed a lot of petitions, and these people um, make big change. Yeah, change.org. Uh, their petitions make a lot of impact in the world and you can start your own petition on anything. So I thought today, why not start one with implementing drum lines just as a test case right at that beach from North Wall. So what is it, uh, Lighthouse Beach? I don't know how many you'd need for that area. Maybe two could suffice for the whole beach. And let's do it as a, taste, uh, a test study because like at North Stratty, which is like, the um, Morton Bay, there's a breeding ground for great whites for all sharks. Has I've known that since I was a kid. But I've surfed Stratty and there's so few attacks there for how many sharks there are. The Gold Coast, you've got 300 crazy idiots surfing, all pissing in their wetsuits 
uh, and no shark attacks there. And what have they got? Like, I don't like the net so much for the buy kill, but as far as the drum lines, and what's known is that sharks don't like to be around a dead shark. And I've known that from uh, the studies at the Farallon Islands of California, where they've got the most tagged great whites in the world. An orca, say, five years ago, killed a great white. Now, all the tagged great whites shat themselves, went 500 metres to the bottom of the sea. Some went to Mexico for holiday. The others went to Hawaii. Now, what I know before all this happened on the East Coast was that a killer whale, an orca, killed a great white down off South Oz around Elliston. And the guys reckon there were no great whites to be seen for ages. So whether some have relocated to this area um, remains to be seen. But that's one of my big theories on why they're here. But I think, look, let's try the drum lines there. And if there's no attack for a year, then let's spread it out a bit further. What are are your thoughts on it, boys? Again, I mean, you guys are travelling a bit up the East Coast, obviously, for you know, for teams challenges and, and contests, what sort of, is there things at every contest, like is there things in place, you know, I know to pre- try to prevent it or, you know what I mean, what, what's your thoughts on it? Well, surely we've got to do something, you know, there's obviously a reason why there's so many attacks in that area and I don't, I don't know what it is, I don't have the answer, but but um, there's got to be something we can do and, and, and I agree, we've got to try something. Um, if you do nothing, then, then you're not going to achieve anything and, you know, I, I think we've, we've got to do something like that with the, with the drum lines. Coda, what about you, mate? You, you've been going in a lot of surfing contests up and down the coast. Do you uh, think about the Noahs out there? Well, when I go up to Ballina and Lennox for Queensland comps, it gets scary because we normally go in the Arvos and then when the out there are dark and it's like three, four foot, you just you don't know what's out there. And Jamie, as a, as a dad, mate, you know, you must have a, you know, the odd concern about it yourself. Uh, yeah, it's always a worry when you, you know when other people are in the water, let alone your own kids. So you sort of keep a closer eye on, on the kids, on your own kids, and you tend to sit yourself out the back a little bit further than what the kids would be. You know, if if anyone's going to be attacked at the time, you may as well be you and not your kids. Yeah. But um, you know, I know, I know it could be a silly theory, but you know, I'd rather protect the yeah. kids and myself. But yeah, yeah it's you know, it, it they've been around for a long time, and and I'm with Will actually. I I read a couple of studies on the lemon sharks who are supposed to be. A big, closest thing to a great white and they had a killing of a great white and uh, lemon sharks that were breeding in this ground for 20 years and they disappeared not to be seen again. Well, they chased a four metre great white. So I dare say the shark that took this young boy, Cooper Allen, his name was, four metres, you know, imagine you just pulled a photo up of it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's it's a, a big it's fish, a, mate. It's a very big shark, yes. And um, something definitely needs to be done. We need to evolve and um, things aren't working the way they are with the nets. They're definitely not working, so we need to evolve and study a bit more on it and put some more money into it, I think. And I, I put a post up on Twitter today about, you know, the, the economic ramifications this is having around these North Coast towns, you know, and I've had a couple of, uh, I don't know, trolls or whatever saying, oh, well, you don't go in the water and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's, a, it, it's a mute point for me because, you know, the coast and surfing, and that's such an ingrained part of our culture, you know. For people that say, oh, well, you shouldn't go out and it's their home, you know, what's your thoughts on that, Jamie? Yeah, I was speaking to a couple of guys that live up at um, Lennox and Barna and stuff, and I was asking them about the ramifications of how it affected the economy up there. And one of the guys that had the surf shop up there went from 52 boards every month, like classic sales, good sales, down to two a month. Wow. Wow. It's it's just killing everybody up there. And this guy had, you know, he had good return sales. It was really good, good shop and everything like that, and just no, no one was going up there. 
Well, I'd also like yeah. to say um, the people have the argument, oh, it's their environment, it's their backyard. I'd like to, you to say that to a father that's had his daughter raped in a park and go, oh, but that's the rapist's backyard. It's his environment. Yeah, exactly. And I want to bring up the Catholic Church, but <laughs> I've got one on that too. <laughs> well, you know, I think what you've raised, Will, is a, is a pretty good, um, you know, it's not a solution, but it's worth a try. And I think it's on the carve-up page, isn't it? You can um, join the join the campaign, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So anyone that goes onto the carve-up page or my page, please um, not only like it, but click on it, and all you've got to do is write your address down. It's a great uh, organisation to be part of. This change.org for other petitions around the world. And you just put your name down and click sign and share on your Facebook. Let's make it go viral because so far there's very few likes, but I know that all the surfers I know would be behind this. And I suppose the most important thing is that the young bloke's going to be all right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, boys, let's uh, let's go to a break and let's come back with some better news when we do get back from the break. And we'll talk about Maroubi United's terrific win in the recent Vistla Kira Teams Challenge. So uh, we'll go to a break. You're listening to The Carve-Up. And welcome back to The Carve-Up. Now, look, we said we were going to come back to some better news and we have. We've got some really good news. The uh, the Vistla Kira Teams Challenge for the juniors is just wrapped up up there at, uh, at D-Bar. And it was won by Maroubi United, which is a combination of the three border riders clubs that are down there at Maroubi Beach. Um... It's no small thing. It was, it was a massive effort from the boys. I don't think a lot of people realise just how big of a, of a win it was for the boys. And that it, was a, it was a great win. We've got two of the presidents here. We've got South End's Hickey. We've got North End's Nudge. Boys, just tell me how, how it came about to combine these, these clubs. Whose idea was it? And, you know. Is the Cold War over? Yes. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> look, look, yeah, there's been a bit of a changing of the guard over the last few years and a couple of sort of younger faces uh, that have come on as presidents for the for the various clubs. And um, we've tried to, uh, you know, all we're doing is hurting ourselves because the thing about uh, about Maroubra is that, that even though there's three clubs, the, the, most of the kids surf in all three clubs. Yep. So so when we go away on a representative team, uh, representative comp, we're, we're spreading our, um, our talent across the clubs. And then it's more likely the older guys, you know, a bit of ego trying to go, well, you surf for my club, you surf. So, we put we brushed all that aside. We got you know three uh, reasonably new presidents to, to the clubs and um, uh, and and then we put this uh, Maroubi United. So we, we joined an official club, got insurance, we've done it all properly. And and, and when we go away, we're we're you know we're you know completely united and the proof's in the pudding. We're we're doing well. We've we've been in three official competitions and and won two junior comps and uh, come second in the seniors. So. It's it's, uh, it's really good for the area. Nudge for you. I know the the North Maroubra Surf Riders probably the newest of the board riders. A bit of a had a little bit of a breakaway a couple of years ago. I know from from your board riders club's point of view, it's, it's all about the kids and the young the young ones, and you just do things a little bit different by way of the competition, right? Yeah, no, it's not so structured, mate. We just uh, yeah, we turn up and we just try and make it a bit of, about being having fun and, and uh, yeah, helping out and more of a community thing. It's Look, you don't have to win every heat to have fun and we try to push that to everybody, like just turn up, help out, have fun, yeah, and um, it's working. So. Yeah, the proof's in the pudding. Yeah. How did you actually pick this particular team? Is it result, like results based from your club competitions or...? Yeah, it has got a lot to do with results, but um, basically there's just got a group of young kids that has been ripping lately and um, it was very hard to pick, like a, a, a full team, but at, in the end we had like... Three or four reserves yeah. that we that we we ventured up, and we're always confident in going up there. And, and I thought well, I was de- definitely confident on the win. And 
but um, a few people doubted us, but uh, we got it in the end. So, well, how was it, Kata? Talk us through it, mate. Yeah, Talk well, us through the event. It was first of all really warm up there, so that was a good sign. And <laughs> <laughs> every day the waves were sick, like not really off the wall, just more north of that. And these really good right-handers, and the vibe was really good. And when someone would come in after a heat, they'd get snitzled by <laughs> everyone in Maroora. <laughs> so that was super fun. And so what's your board riding club? I Last year I did all three of them, but this year I'm just doing South End. Right, eh? What about the dance-off? I hear there's a uh, is, is that is that does that go through all board riders clubs? Or is it just uh, just the North End notes? I've seen oh, the, well, yeah. it definitely happens in uh, North End every um, month, but uh, I'm not sure if it happens in South End. Yeah, it just really depends uh, <laughs> how many beers we've had in the afternoon, <laughs> but uh, occasionally. But uh, North End are definitely the king of the, the dance-off. I uh, I remember taking ITN to a win with a dance-off against uh, Sunny Abbotton, and that's uh, that's Dancing with the Stars on the South Side. <laughs> <I tell you. laughs> At the Rats at North Bondi. Took us to the win. Mate, I've got to say, you know, my daughter's eight and she went in the first board riders at our last comp for Bondi board riders. But it, it, it really has changed. I don't know if it's because we're getting older, but the, the amount of kids that seem to be coming back into the sport, I reckon, you know, 10, 15 years ago, there weren't as many kids in the water as there were. And I say kids, you know, young, young men and women, young boys and girls. But there seems to be a really big influx of, of young board riders in the water. Do, do you find that? Absolutely. I know, like, just, just with our club, we, we, we've got um, 40 micro boys and about 24 micro girls, so kids kids are 11 and under. And, and you know, when, you know, the, the limited time that I've been at the club, you know, I've been involved for about 15 years, but, you know, it's, it's just been growing and growing and growing. And I think it's across all board riders in, in the area, the, the same sort of thing. It used to be a bit of a boys' club, you know, and, yeah. and more of a sort of older, older crew. But, uh, yeah, no, it's really good and really healthy. Cody, you must have got your surfing talent from your mum because I've seen your old man surf. So, is, 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 is that is that a fair statement? Probably not. <laughs> and Jamie, look, I, I mean, I, I watch. I've actually watched Cody come come through. You know, from pretty much from the start, and he's, you've spent a lot of time back in his early days, either on the beach with video camera or out in the water with the GoPro with with all your boys. How much an effect, you know, has that helped them along, you know? Do they do you just go back and watch a lot of it after it? And does it, has it helped you, Cater? Like from, from the start, I remember Jamie used to do a lot of videoing. Has that helped you out? Yeah, it has. He sort of got me into the first bit of coaching and then from there I progressed onto Matt Griggs, which is a coach down at Cronulla. So he films you and then you come in, watch the videos and he gives you tips and all that. How about your sponsors, mate? Who you got for us? I got Jack Murray and Lennox. He's a board shaper. Yep, and, and and what sort of, what sort of boards are you riding? So I've been riding three at the moment. I got two five twos, one square tail and one swallow, and then I got a five three round tail. And who's your who's your biggest competition? Like who's your major competition? What age group are you surfing in? Well, on different comps, I surf in different age groups because some of them it's like twelve and under, and then the other ones under twelves. Yep. So it changes every year. Who's, who's the hardest? Who's the hardest to beat down the beach? Well, or are you the man? <laughs> don't know. But there's lots of names like the semis now are packed. There's so many good surfers from Queensland and Victoria. Can I quickly butt in here before you uh, spoke about Mindspace? Have you let the Maroubra legend Bradley Charles Stubbs inside your head yet? <laughs> oh, yes. Better ask Jamie <laughs> no, no, that one, Dad. He's, he's rung up a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> expect the win. Uh, just on. Yeah. 
Just on our sponsorship, if anybody's out there, we've got a couple of young lads. We've, uh, most of our surfers didn't have stickers on their boards and we went out and won it. So they're all free. They're, they've got plain white boards. So if you want to have a little uh, sponsorship, there's definitely some kids out there for you. Was it, was, it a, was it like a tag team format or was it an individual format and then team Indivi- results? Individual, Scoot, yeah. Yep. So um, first... First, obviously, gets the four points and um, goes on from there. So first, second, third, fourth. So it goes four, first, for f- first gets fourth and so on. Third gets whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, boys, I suppose that the biggest prize in teams events is the ABB. Will you, will you be representing as Maroubra United or what's the plan for, for this summer? Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll definitely. Every um, representative um, comp we go in, we're, we're going as uh, Maroubra United and... Um, you know, uh, and, and and obviously we want to do the board riders battle, and we want to you know go as good as we can and and uh, and make it through to the to the final. I think um, the last couple of years the the mindset of the whole board riders has changed down the beach, and it's and it's great from a father's point of view that all the board riders are getting together now, as opposed to everyone trying to fight for each other and, and each other's kids. And you see that out in the water. You know, you see the older guys where there used to be a hierarchy. The hierarchy now actually starts from the young kids up. And the older guys are sitting at the back getting less waves, giving them all to the kids. And I think that just – and then the results show of what's happening out in the water, and I think it's great. Yeah. Well, I, I, think that's, I think that's a really good point. I, I find that myself. I think we all do that. You're, you're encouraging the young kids to, to froth harder and, you know, obviously the proof's in the pudding because the, the young kids of today are just the, – the, the ability of surfing has just gone through the roof. You also have to say, Will? Yeah, it's great to hear that young guys are surfing well down there and that Maroubra surfers are surfing well. But how's the judging going? Because Maroubra judges were up there with some of the uh, worst when the south side was on, except for 1989 when a certain yours truly took out the opens. <laughs> and where is that trophy? Yeah, that, was, that was rigged too. <laughs> and welcome back to the carve-up. You're with Silky and uh, Will Weber and the winning team from Maroubra United. Uh, we've got them in the studio. But we've got a special guest on the line at the moment. We've got the head honcho, and uh, I'd like to emphasise the word honcho on the line. <laughs> the, uh, we've got the main man from Vistler who's uh, just uh, completed the, uh, the Kira Teams Challenge up there for the Groms, won by Maruby United, and also the recently overnight, overnight the uh, Vistler ISA World Junior Champs. Uh, Johnny Mossop, nice to have you on the show, mate. Yeah, thanks so much, boys. Um, pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invite. Mate, it was a great event up there, up on the up on the Gold Coast, up at Taramba, won by Maroubra. Um, tell us how you got involved in that, and um, and how you how the company's going. Yeah, okay. So um, Vistler's a pretty young company. We've only been around for a couple of years, but uh, one of the things that we started to do when we uh, when we kicked off the brand was we really wanted to have involvement with junior surfing. We wanted to have involvement with grassroots surfing. So the uh, uh, Kira Junior Teams Challenge. It's been going quite a few years, so I touched base with the boys there and said, "Hey, it's something that I really, uh, I really love. Um, anything that sports club surfing in Australia, I think, is uh, uh, deserves support." Um, so yeah, touched base with the boys, and last year we got involved, and uh, and hopefully it's the start of a very long association. And the event itself, mate, how did you see that? Oh, it was incredible. Um, I think we had uh, the numbers were something like. Um, the 21 clubs um, in the guys. I think there were eight clubs in the girls. Um, the the surfing there. I know everyone says it after every event, but they talk about how incredible the standard is. I, I got to say, the standard at this one was, um, I think, as good as I've ever seen, and it really stands. I think Australia in good stead for the future. The the some of the girls were just surfing incredible at the event. Um, 
you know, the boys are always great. The girls are just getting so much better so fast. John, I know you put a lot of uh, emphasis on the juniors, but what's your take on what you're seeing uh, from a, a WSL perspective? You know, there was a lot of conjecture about, you know, some of the judging that was t- took place at the last event. We're about to come into the, the business end of the season. As a, as a man who runs a, a, one of the major brands, how, how do you see it? Oh, listen, I think um, I think you're always going to get controversy in surfing. There's so much subjectivity in it. And, uh, you know, the, it, someone who wins a heat easy in my eyes loses it in yours. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been really interesting of late. I think more people are speaking up about it. And I don't know what the answer is. I'm, I'm not sure there is a better answer than the system we've currently got. So, hey, well, people are talking about surfing, and uh, I, I think it's a good thing, even though it's controversial. Um, I get frustrated with some of the heats. I'm like you boys. I have a punt every now and then <laughs> on the surfing, and, and uh, you know, it hurts. But, uh, no, listen, I don't, I don't know what the solution is. If there's a better one, then I'm sure we would have found it by now. Mate, last night we had the uh, the finals of the Vistla ISA World Junior Surfing Championships, and the frogs got the cash. Uh, I didn't expect that, mate. What'd I know, you say? I know. Yeah, the frogs did get the cash. Team France kind of emerged as the winner. Um, they uh, they pipped the Aussies, unfortunately. Well, actually, it was really good results still from the Aussies, but. Um, yeah, France. Uh, who would have thought? I don't think the French um, thought that they had the team to win it. But I think uh, one of the one of the things about any any junior event, let alone a world junior event, is um, you know six months is such a long time in junior surfing. Kids that are kind of surfing really well today in six months are absolutely ripping. So it, was... it it is one of those events where you get um, you know a team come from nowhere to win. Well, an Aussie, uh, Caius King from Byron Bay, got really close, eh, John? Yeah, yeah, Kai's got second in the under-16s, which is awesome, you know. He and his family are absolutely dedicated to surfing. Um, they travel the world surfing. Um, they go to a lot of the, um, uh, the CT events. Um, so, yeah, great to see all of that investment in Kai's um, paying off. And is Wesley, is Wesley Dantas Wiggly's offspring? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, listen, I'm, I'm talking um, uh, uh, based on uh, on what I believe. I'm actually not sure, but I think he's his brother. Um, so there's a few brothers of, uh, of CT guys there. Um, Miguel Pupo's brother um, was in it. Um, yeah, so there were a few familiar names there. Hey, John, I want to ask you I think you they're all related somewhere, those, those Brazilians, <laughs> aren't they? It does go back. John, with, with surfing so, being the Olympics in 2020, uh, look, there was 39 participants in, in that event over there at uh, the Azores, I mean, people kind of have an opinion whether they think it should be or shouldn't be in the Olympics. But, you know, the fact that there's 39 nations competing, it, it puts the, 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 you know, the sport in a good stead, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think, listen, Australia's going to be really surprised. I, I think the, um, the Olympic body in Australia would pencil surfing and maybe even skateboarding in as a, as a potential gold medal event. But, you know, you're going to get kids come from everywhere in this you know it wouldn't surprise me if a if someone from russia costa rica you know portugal morocco someone from one of these other countries really um stands out in those events john i'd really like to thank you and harrow who was on last uh week's show from bacardi for you guys putting in the effort to keep these juniors and having australian competitions otherwise we're going to be left in the dust so thanks heaps mate for putting your your effort in yeah Yeah, thanks. Thanks very much. And I think that's where, uh, if we are going to invest in junior surfing, that is, or in Australian surfing, we've got to invest in the juniors. So yeah, we're stoked to be there and and uh, 
we're stoked that the uh, the organisers of the uh, events that we support allow us to get involved. Hey, John, man, talking about the the juniors, look, we've got Coder Killorn in here at the moment. His father, Jamie, we're having a bit of a laugh with Coder actually before about where he got his surfing talent from because his old man was no good. Mate, we're in a similar situation with you and your young bloke, mate. Um, <laughs> Toby, Toby up there, I mean, he's, I think he surfed against, he surfed in the same event up there at, at uh, D-Bar. Uh, tell us a bit how he's going, mate. I know that he's um, he got a front cover of a magazine just recently, I, I noticed. And um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's going yeah, gangbusters. Toby, yeah. Yeah, hey, listen, personally with Coda, Coda's been ripping and, uh, hey, you're, you're selling Jamie Shaw. Jamie used to rip back in the day, he's old man. So, uh, um, and uh, and I think, um, yeah, Tobes definitely didn't pick up his surfing for me. Um, he's uh, he's just, yeah, had a cover. I think it was his second cover. Um, and uh, he's, um, listen, he's finishing school this year. He's taking gap year next year. He doesn't really know what he wants to do. He's going to Hawaii for his schoolies this year. Um, with a couple of other kids, so you spend the winter over there and kind of see what happens. And uh, yeah, it's um, but it is great watching. Uh, there's so many kids of surfers who are now um, out there and competing, and so many familiar names out there um, uh, with the kids coming through. So I know it's really exciting. Yeah, John, I'm sure you're going to agree with this, but um, when we first got our kids into surfing, you know, it's surfing's a lifestyle, and it has been for all of us for a long time. And it's the same for our kids. And, and first and foremost, you know, we want our kids to have friends out in the surf and up and down the coast. And John's exactly the same. You know, our, our kids have had and made so many friendships throughout their, you know, their, their, their junior years. You know, and it, it's, they're going to take that through life and it's going to be unreal. And no matter where they go in the world, they're going to find somebody that they've met before and they can liaise with yeah. and, and just the friendships just last forever. Yeah, it's exactly right. And I think um, Border Riders too, Jane, really supports that and nurtures that. Um, you know, when uh, when you guys come up here, when Team Marubra comes up here, um, you know, we know, I think, most of those guys on a first-name basis. Um, similarly, we know Newcastle when they come up or we know Bar when they come up. Um, yeah, it's it's great that these kids have a, you know, wherever they go along, uh, certainly the east coast of Australia, they're going to know people. And when they go overseas to compete, they're going to, uh, they're going to know plenty of people and will be able to travel with people. So, yeah, surfing, um, I think, is one of those sports where um, you truly do uh, make friends for life. Yeah, and I think also, too, the good thing about the team sports is it keeps it as a team, you know, because surfing at times when you're in a contest in particular, it's an individual sport. But the team's challenge just combines everybody and all their um, their mental abilities and their, their, their general abilities, and it's, it's, it's unreal. You know, you've got the outsiders, the, the team presidents that are all there, and it brings everyone together, and it, it's great. You know, it's like being in a footy team or, a, you know, whatever it is. So it's really yeah, exciting. Yeah, I've got to say, Jamie, yeah. The team yeah, thing is great. Yeah. I loved it with ITN. Um, instead of turning up to a comp where, say, there's 200 guys in it, you can have 199 losers. Yeah. With the team <laughs> thing, mate, everyone has a ball. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, exactly right. And I've got to say, the Maroubra team um, up here for the um, – Kira Junior Teams Challenge last week um, were fantastic. It's the most united I've ever seen that club. Well, I mean that club doesn't get together too often. All, all the different, uh, all the different uh, clubs on the beach. So to see them all together competing was really good. Um, the camaraderie between them was fantastic. They knocked off one of Burley Border Riders' uh, tents for the weekend. So you know they they owe Burley Border. So nothing much has changed then. <laughs> <laughs> not much, not much. Yeah, I've got in my car. I want to bring it up. <laughs> hey Johnny, it's Nudgy yeah. here, mate. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Mate, I know you had a bit of a tear in your eye, mate. Was that because of the Maribor win or was that because you knew we were coming up next year? 
Just, mate, you, you boys did really well, actually. You even spoke well at the uh, <laughs> and I've, I've filmed it, and I'm going to release that vision at some stage. Uh, please yeah. don't do that, mate. They're, they're remember all trying to put their teeth back in again. <laughs> uh, when well, was the embargo lifted to let the uh, boys back over the uh, border? Oh, yeah, listen, um, there, there has been a little bit of conjecture over the years about whether the boys from Uber are welcome up this way. Listen, I can tell you they are, um, uh, you know, and, and the... Uh, and the um, performance and uh, sportsmanship and camaraderie and just the stoke that they were showing at the uh, at the junior teams event means they're um, you know not only going to be welcome but it's going to be expected that they come back year in year out now. Well, it is actually the last beach in New South Wales, D-Bar, so maybe they can't go to the Superbank. <laughs> no, we've claimed it in Queenie, sorry, it's ours. <laughs> I think it's all um, well and good to say that, you know, everyone gets to travel everywhere in these teams' events and stuff, but it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have never happened if we didn't have the sponsors that we had at the time. You know, we've got Park and Fly, they chucked in a big chunk of money for us too. We had Maruba Seth and Skate and also the um, the Maruba Bay Hotel, you know, and without those guys, there's no way we would have been able to get up there and, and the kids would have been stuck down in Sydney and, it, you know, it does become an expensive sport when you're travelling everywhere, yep. but, um, you know, without these sponsors, you know, it's it's been un- unreal. That's right. Yeah, and just to make you feel a little bit better, Jamie, you boys ripped twenty seven hundred bucks out of us. Um, not only did you, did you win the event, but but you also won a seven hundred dollar award for uh, for I think the um, the best team spirit, club so spirit, yeah. best club spirit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, well done. And the belly tent. <laughs> and <laughs> you got the belly tent. Cash converters. But John, man, mate, congratulations just on, on how good Vista's going, mate. Just keep up the good work with everything, mate. And um, just uh, we want to thank you as well for being a good sponsor of the show and just let you know that our shorts and shirt size have increased a little bit over the last since the last one's got sent down. So we'll, uh, we might have to send you up a revised package. I'm still wearing mine. Why are we all the same size? <laughs> hey, thanks, boys. I really appreciate what you guys do. And, um, you know, I know you guys are big supporters of kind of um, local surfing and club surfing. So thank you very much. Keep going. Love what you're doing. No, I don't think it's ever been healthier. It's, it's in a really good position at the moment, mate. And uh, keep up the good work, John. Man, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, welcome back to the carve up. Look, it's been a great show tonight, Silky. Um, and, and Will, look, it's we've, it's been so good to have the boys from Ruby United in here. And um, Nudge Hickey, what, what's next for the what's next for the team? Yeah, so so there's uh, usually uh, a juniors uh, event on over the north side that we're going to try and. Uh, head into in, in December but the the main one is the um, ABB the Australian Borderized Battle um you know we really want to put a good showing in that and and uh and uh and, and really push for that and what about tomorrow Cody you've got your semi-final down there at Maruba mate who yeah. are you up against how are you gonna go well I got the Rip Girl Grom Search under 12 semi-final and I got Jarvis Earl which he won his last quarter final and I got and I got Marlon Harrison which is the number one seed in the age group. Those are, they're both hard heats, like both semis, but if I get the right waves and stay in my own headspace, then I think I can do it. And the swell's picking up, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? It should be about four foot tomorrow. Yeah, Maruba sort of misses that straight south swell, but um, we've got a couple of shallow banks that draws a bit of the swell in, and, and the banks at the moment are really good. So hopefully um, if the waves stay consistent, you know, it's, it's more so the consistency of the waves, you know, not so much the height. Well, thanks very much, boys, for coming in. We really appreciated your time and uh, good luck with everything, um, Ruby United, because it's just a, it's so good that you've all got together because it's, you know, it's, you're reaping the rewards now, you know. So the clubs, all three clubs are strong and as a, as a United team, even stronger. So I wish us all the best, boys. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. Appreciate it. No worries. And Silky, just before, before we do, 
wrap the show up, you know, it'd be remiss of us not to talk about the women's event over there in the WSL at the moment. Tyler Wright shooting for a world title. She's she's made the quarterfinals, I think, and if she can go all the way and win the event, um, and Courtney Conlog can finish no worse than a semi final, well, she'll 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 wrap it up right there. So, you know, I want to wish Tyler the best of luck. I think it's her year, shooter. So do I. Think I think it's her year. Yep. Well, at the Ripcoil Grom search, her brother Owen Wright was down there, and he's talking about her and how his family have been surfing heaps and how after his injury he's going to get back to the world tour next year. There's a scoop. That's a carve-up scoop. Go. There you go. go. From a grom. Hey. Good on you, little grommet. Hey, hey, boys, tell us, talking about the women, how many girls you've got surfing in, in, in your clubs? Uh, NMSR is very new, so we've only got a couple. We steal them from Southend, effectively. <laughs> so, <laughs> But uh, I'll put you on Iggy. No, he's got a lot, so... No, no, there's a few coming through. There's lots of young, really young girls, which is good, like um, especially the micros and the cadet girls. And, you know, we're, and we've got a, a good group of teenagers, you know, 18-year-olds um, coming through. But obviously we want more, and, but it, it is increasing, and, and that's what we're, we're really pushing for. Well, that's it for uh, this week's show. And I've got to say, it was refreshing not to be talking WSL and judging. I think, you know, the, the premise of the show moving forward, we had a discussion, the three of us, and we're going to, Focus more on, on the local board riders. So if you are a president of a local board riders club, mate, we're happy to get you guys on, be it via Skype or on the phone or come into the studio because we want to showcase all the young Aussie talent that's out there because a lot of it just seems to get unnoticed. And I know that there's tradesmen and, and you know different blokes and, and females out there that absolutely rip at their local breaks and, and don't get the recognition. So if you are a president of a board riders out there, uh, you know, get onto us at the carve up and uh, we'll, we'd gladly get you on and have a chat. Yeah, well, give us an in, inbox us there. Um, which of the two pages, Cooper, is the best to go to? There's one that's a closed group and one that's open. Or just either or, mate, or they just hit you up. <laughs> anyway, we'll, down, we'll download this show on Facebook tomorrow or even tonight if Cooper pulls his finger out. Otherwise, you know, you can download the po- uh, you can download the podcast. Um, subscribe to iTunes. Subscribe to iTunes, yeah, and it's a free podcast there, and you can download it at the Carve Up Surf Show. Um, thanks, boys, again. Silky, Will, always a pleasure, and uh, we'll see you next time for another episode of The Carve Up. Dude, just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. 